Jason Gillespie uh, joins us. He is the coach of the Adelaide Strikers and also the South Australian Redbacks. Uh, Jason, thanks for joining us on SEN. Oh, pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, you've also had a frustrating start to the year. At least um, you couldn't play because of the rain that was coming down as opposed to the rain that had, had already left us. Um, it must be a bit of a, a frustrating start to your season too. Yeah, no doubt. It was a quick turnaround from last few game to, to the first game. And then just with the quirk of the draw with the West Test, in the, you know, our first game was 9th of December, which got rained off. Our next game's not till the 19th here in Adelaide against Sydney Thunder. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a long time between games and, um, and obviously disappointing for all our fans who, who came and braved the elements to, um, you know, to come and, come and watch us play against the Heat. And, uh, yeah, but it, it looked increasingly unlikely as the, as the evening wore on that it was going to be hard to, hard to get a game. Um, and I certainly felt for the, for the fans down at Geelong there, um, uh, last night, that was, uh, that was a real blow. Um, disappointing for both teams because, you know, teams are just chomping at the bit to play cricket now and uh, just want to get cracking and play and, you know, to have a, have a, a pitch that was, uh, that was wet there, it, it certainly looked dangerous and, uh, and, and yeah, unfortunately, uh, or sadly, uh, we couldn't get a game, but the right decision was made, I think. So I've got two questions from, from what you've just said there, Dizzy. Just on the or what happened last night, when you're on the couch watching it, is it just, yep. oh, it is what it is, or do you get emotional, a bit angry to think, how did we get into that situation? Yeah, I, I, look, look, I think part of you think, well, that, that just looks dangerous, you know, to you know, any of those deliveries that were kicking off a length you know, had had they been aimed at the body, there, there's a genuine uh, concern for for batter safety. Uh, there's no doubt about that. You only have to look at Quinton de Kock behind the behind the stumps. You know, when he took a couple of deliveries, um, he could see that there was something probably amiss. Um, Nick Maddinson's comments at the start of uh, the game. Um, so yeah, look, part of me said, look, the safety of the players has to be paramount. But also, I think. You know, I saw some of, heard some of Michael Vaughan's comments in, on commentary, and uh, I, I agreed with him. I, I think cricket, we need to do more to make sure that we're, we're you know, we anticipate this sort of this weather. Uh, we, they knew it was going to rain. You know, is there a way that we can get more coverage, more covers, uh, more manpower to make sure that we avoid situations like that? Because it's not a great look for our sport. Um, you know, when, when it's raining like that, or when it has rained like that, it was actually clear. Yes, it was overcast, but the, a game was being able to be played. And, and because some water got under the covers, I, I just, yeah, it's, you know, through no fault, I, I suppose, you know, the, the the ground staff did all they could. But you know, surely as a sport, we can do better and make sure we've got the very best coverage, um, covering of wickets so that, you know, we can avoid situations like this. Yeah, particularly after what happened in Canberra as well for the Prime Minister's eleven, which is a sort Absolutely. of a, a similar situation. You, you mentioned before about the the time now before the next game and having had the game caught off on on Saturday night. What do you do from a man management point of view? Do you allow the players to go back to their respective states to sort of freshen up? I know this the tournament's only just started, but how do you sort of manage that situation so the players don't get a bit of cabin fever and? And start to get a bit stale when you know every game is really important, particularly now you've only got ten this year. Yeah, absolutely, and and we've done exactly that. We've we've, we've allowed our players. Our, our main next main session is Friday. I've got tomorrow and Wednesday. We've got some opportunities for lads if they want to chip away and do a little bit of work. Um, 
they've got that opportunity to, to get some skills in. Um, our biggest issue at the moment, funny enough, here in Adelaide is the weather. Our weather has been appalling uh, for the last few days. I'm just looking out the window now. It's been raining all day. Um, I've probably picked the worst day in history to move house as well. Um, <laughs> it's been a, a shocking day. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm hoping that we can we can get, get some time um, on the on the surfaces at Adelaide Oval for lads to get get a bit of specific practice in, but but yeah, overall we'll give the lads some time off. We'll come back in as a group on Friday and have a you know three good sessions leading into our next game. So it'll just be training until the nineteenth. You play. You won't organise a a run with someone else just to you know sharpen the skills a bit. Yeah, we, look, we, we sort of explored, we certainly explore those sort of opportunities, but it, it's getting player availability, uh, getting be able to get a team, be able to sort sort some uh, career grounds. Our, as I said, our biggest issue at the moment here in Adelaide is the weather. Uh, and I'm thinking if we even if we did organise a game, uh, I'm not sure we'd get on for the next few days. It's uh, you know certainly um, you know we've had a first days play of South Australia versus New South Wales second eleven called off this morning and. Uh, the ground's underwater at the moment at, at Karen Rotten Oval in, in Adelaide here. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that we can get some play tomorrow for our second 11 boys, but it's not looking promising. And, and we've also got a rounds of T20 club cricket, which a lot of our players are going to participate in tomorrow night. But again, we're not sure how the suburban grounds here in Adelaide are going to handle, um, you know, this, this five days of soaking weather. So we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> you're not having a good run. Game one washed out, and you don't have another game till the 19th. It's belting down in Adelaide, and you've also lost your marquee man in Rashid Khan before the season. So what was the injury, and how are you going to look to try and replace him? Yeah, so, so Rash, we, we were aware uh, a little bit before um, it was announced that, that he was going to see a specialist in London. Um, this was well after the draft. Um, this had happened. He, he had some pain in his back during the World Cup. So um, we, we were made aware through his, through his agent that he was going to see a specialist in London. Specialists decided to, that oper, operating was the best uh, plan of attack uh, to tackle this issue that he's, that he's got with his back. And uh, so he did a timeout. So we knew that. Um, we then, then the process of looking to replace someone like Rashid Khan. Um, he's a pretty difficult guy to replace. He's <laughs> yeah. a pretty unique, pretty unique skill set. Um, so there's, you know, people would just assume that you would look to replace with a like-for-like player, but it, it, sometimes it's not as straightforward as that, as that because there's, there's availability issues. Um, you know, there's, is there a type of player like that that is available or not? And uh, in the end, we, we looked at what, what our, our list was, how, what, what, who's available and um, what could complement us uh, going forward. And, um, you know, we landed with David Payne, left-arm um, swing bowler from, from Gloucestershire, who played six games uh, in a title-winning run with the Scorchers last year and did quite well. Um, he, importantly, was available for the whole group stage plus final, should we make it. Um, there were other other very good cricketers that were available, but only for four games or five games. So we, we put a bit of an emphasis on the availability, and uh, and that's where we landed. Now, I've got to ask you, um, putting my Victorian cap on, about Matt Short and the ability yep. um, that he's shown, not only with his runs, but his, his leadership um, qualities for him to be made captain. It's um, yep. a pretty big deal for Matt, but also for the strikers, because you put a lot of faith in him a few years ago, and he certainly has started to repay that. Yeah, without a doubt, Matt, 
first and foremost, is just a, a fantastic character, great guy to have around, obviously a wonderful cricketer. Um, I, you know, these first couple of years at the Strikers, we just couldn't find a role for him. Um, we obviously had had some guys, you know, Alex Carey's, Travis Heads, and the likes, who, who were all performing really well uh, up near the top of the order. And uh, so Matt was, I think, at one point, he batted in every position for the Adelaide Strikers in yeah. the first couple of years. And we just, you know, I remember saying to him, uh, to Shorty, I said, mate, as soon as I find a role for you, I'm going to give you a good run at it, mate. But you're just going to have to be patient. And uh, and then obviously with Alex and Travis getting regular game time for Australia an opportunity opened at the top of the order. And uh, and then Matt has, has obviously grabbed that with, with more than both hands. He, he's been, been wonderful and, uh, you know, shown a lot of consistency. He's shown a lot of growth as a, as, as a leader around the group and uh, as, a, as a character. And, um, you know, when, the, when we felt the opportunity, with Travis being away so much, um, the opportunity to have a, uh, a captain that was here regularly, um, it was a pretty straightforward decision in the end. Uh, Matt, um, you know, fulfilled everything that we were we, we were uh, seeking uh, in, in a leader for the Adelaide Strikers, and and look, absolutely delighted that, that he accepted that. And um, yeah, he's he's unbeaten at the moment. He, he had that <laughs> one game last year where he got the hundred chasing that we chased two thirty, and that was his first game as captain. And and then we've had a complete washout. So yeah, he's uh, we were quick to remind him that yeah, he hasn't lost a game yet. So <laughs> he's pretty happy. Well, you've got a nice pair of shorts. Uh, tell us how excited you are about Darcy. Yeah, look, Darcy, fantastic. We we found last year, um, you know, probably the last couple of years, the, the other opening spot, um, you know, ha- hasn't quite fired for us. And we, we've tried a couple of different combinations, um, you know, to... Um, to limited success, and so we thought there was an opportunity to uh, when we we knew that Darcy became available, um, we we thought that that could be an opportunity. And you know, he not only bats very well and, and fields well, he he adds some depth with his left arm wrist spin. So um, yeah, we're, we're absolutely delighted. His his record for the Hobart Hurricanes is phenomenal, and uh, while he had a quite a year last year, um, you know, we 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 fully fully believe that, that he can he can have a great season for us uh, at the Adelaide Strikers. Uh, before we let you go, just a couple of quick ones, just start a sort of broader discussion points. With the, the test starting uh, later in the week on Thursday, it does look like they'll go with the, the normal three of Stark, Hazelwood and also Cummins. You've seen a bit of Lance Morris. Is he close and, and, and how good do you think he could be? Uh, yeah, he is close. Um, I, I suspect he'll play this summer. I've, I've just got a got a feeling that the Australian selectors, Australian coaches will, will think that, you know, we, we can we can give we can give one of the big three a, a break. Uh, at this stage, it'd probably be unlikely to be Pat Cummins as, as captain, but, you know, they'd certainly see that, that they could they could give Lance a game to have a look at him and, um, you know, he certainly earned, earned his spot, earned, earned his spot in the squad. Uh, he's bowled some really quick spells in shield cricket. Um, so he, he certainly he's not there just to make up the numbers. He he he'd be there as a genuine option for the Australian selectors. Um, but as you quite rightly said, you know we've got three of the best fast bowlers that have ever you know put on the baggy green for Australia, all playing at the same time at the moment, and have done for a number of years. It's been wonderful to watch, and as the, the cricket the 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 fast bowling uh, the fast bowler in me just loves watching these guys go about their work and. Uh, 
you know, they're, they're fantastic. But I would love, personally, love to see Lance uh, get a game this summer. And I certainly think that it's a distinct possibility. And Jordan Buckingham, he reminds me a lot of you watching him bowl. Uh, and he's mm. someone that has got opportunities for Australia A this summer and done extremely well, both against New Zealand and, and Pakistan. He seems to be on the right track. Yeah, he certainly does. He's, uh, he's a great kid. He's always willing to learn. Um, you know, he's... He, He's in an interesting position. We've got such depth in South Australia with our bowling stocks. You know, he's missed a couple of games um, uh, with us, um, just with our you know our rotation of our fast bowlers. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's a, he's a wonderful prospect. He's he's got a lot of growth. He's got a lot of potential. Uh, you know, he's he's doing all the right things. He trains well. He uh, he he's a he's a fiery competitor. Uh, charges in all day, um, mm. and he's only going to get better. You know, he, he's still grooving his action. He's still learning, uh, le- learning about how, how learn about his body, uh, learning um, what's the difference between soreness and an injury. Yeah. Uh, all the, all these things. That, that's all part of the journey. And um, but but he's you know he, he's learning how to bowl to different batsmen on different surfaces and different conditions. So he he's coming along wonderfully well. We're delighted, absolutely delighted with his progress and. And while he hasn't played every game for South Australia, when he has, he's done a really good job for us. Um, And these opportunities for Australia A are only going to be great for him going forward. He's he's got a huge future, and you know um, we're delighted that um, that that he's with us. Thanks, Jason. Really appreciate your time tonight. Good luck for the rest of the summer. Good on you guys. Jason Gillespie joining us from the Strikers, and he was brought to you by Maccas. We'll be back with more after this.